0: Now for today's quick shot of Sips, Suds Welcome and Smokes. To this quick Shot edition of Sip Suds and Smokes. Well, this is the final episode in the series for our best of twenty seventeen. We'll cover a review of one of the favorites for 2017, the Kentucky Owl Rye. Our best smokes of the year featuring the hot chicken egg roll from Slowburn and a few plans ahead of us for season six. Now here's that review on Kentucky Al Rye. Hey, this is good boy Mike with my top sips for 2017. You know we've really had such a tremendous amount of really great products—whiskey, bourbon, scotch—across the board this year. And I have to say that it was a little difficult sitting down and actually picking something. ...out this year that I really thought was the best of the best. So I decided to actually go and pick a product that we've not had the opportunity of formally reviewing here on Sipsuds and Smokes. And I was a little concerned about actually going after a brand that at in the past has had very limited availability as well. So I was a little concerned that this product actually caught my attention... But at the same time, I came back and and looked at the general availability of this product as well as the price point, and I just really couldn't hesitate to actually pick this particular product for my best sips for 2017, it is going to be the Kentucky Owl Rye, batch one. This is an amazing product available from Dixon Deadman and um, He's the uh, master bl- uh, blender for this particular product. And some of you have known the bourbon product that has been available only in Kentucky market for some period of time. It's had just an incredibly limited availability. Um, and that has just made it also difficult to find a-, a lot of products that have been on this particular brand for Kentucky Owl. Well, this is the first time they've released a rye. And the other thing they have did is they actually opened up and shipped some of these products into other markets for the first time as well so the bourbon uh that is the companion product for its batch six uh was actually released in seven different markets this year now the kentucky all rye was actually so widely available it was actually available in 26 markets in the u.s so it's a lot more widely available um I really loved the uh, the price point around this was average retail was around $130, and that's a little difficult for a lot of people to kind of get their head around and actually pay that for an 11-year rye. Uh, there are several products that are kind of in that same category and uh, age that don't necessarily have maybe some of this price point. I really think it's worth every bit of this. and. Actually, some of those competing products, uh, tasting it alongside it, I really found that the Kentucky Owl rye actually held up quite well against some things in a similar price point and actually much higher uh, as well. This taste profile off the Kentucky Owl just is so full flavored. And I guess the best way I can describe it is it is actually a rye that's approachable for bourbon drinkers. And I think part of it is because when most people tend to think about rice, they're really concerned about the overwhelming element of spice that's going to come and be such a, a, a strong component for that taste profile. I really love what uh, uh, Dadman's done with uh, this particular product and blending it and really coming around with something that it has all these really great characteristics of rye itself, but is really soft both um, for the average palate as well. Um, the other thing is they actually shipped this at 110 proof, which I really think was uh, a wonderful you know point for this particular whiskey as well. I really felt that it held up well, just neat. Uh, even with just a tad bit of water, maybe a little opening up just a little bit more. But frankly, I really thought this was just good right out of the bottle. Um, the harmony of spice around this uh, was, you know, very close to some maybe some spices like cinnamon or I uh, would say nutmeg and clove was actually probably, you know, closer to it as well. But it was really just this remarkable you know blend itself i really you know picking out that very characteristic floral component of rye was just a bit elusive you know through this particular blend uh, as well the finish off this was just so long and lovely it was very difficult for me to think that this was a rye that just it was not on my shelf and i've not really had anything with this really long you know finish uh, like this especially at this price point and for this age. You know, there are some other things that I've found um, in the past. It might have been more in the neighborhood of 18 years or maybe 20 years that add some of this finish characteristic off this 11-year product uh, that was available as well. You know, uh, there are interesting things that are going to be in store for Dixon uh, as well as for Stoley who purchased this brand. Um, in the early stages of 2017 they're building a brand new park and uh, the uh, in bardstown as well almost spending 150 million dollars for a bardstown experience whiskey experience uh, wrapped around the Kentucky owl actually it's called the Kentucky owl Park and uh, so I suspect that uh, hopefully this is a product that will not be a novelty uh, for just 2017 will actually be a regular part of their product offerings in the future. It's going to be very difficult for them to hit this mark, you know, with this particular uh, blend that they've hit because it really was just completely outstanding. Kept on running into person, you know, time after time. And the thing I love the most is I saw a lot of open bottles. I mean, people were drinking this. They weren't admiring it, uh, which uh, really told me that, you know, it was something that they really enjoyed drinking talked to a lot of people that said that was so fantastic i'm on my second bottle and i think that's the one thing that i really find is that uh, this is a drinking man's you know rye uh, whiskey and i really felt like uh, it was very worthy of uh, the choice for this year so uh, hopefully you'll have enough time to still pick this up it was a fall release But it's still making its way through those 26 markets. You have a good shot of probably finding some of this It's still trickling out. And even while this particular episode is airing in January, you'll probably have an opportunity maybe to find a bottle of this as well. So, well, that's my pick for uh, 2017. Um, Thanks, everybody, for uh, listening to my uh, choice pick. We'll be right back after this break. We glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Is yours forever, sweet love. Back Welcome back to Sip, Suds, and Smokes in our best of 2017 episodes. Now, Smokes is a pretty broad category for us here at Sip, Suds, and Smokes. And there was one particular product that really was quite exceptional this year. It's Slow Burn's Hot Chicken rolls. who are you talking about, Willis? We've covered hot chicken previously, and Slow Burn was not open at that particular time. Now, Marlon Reed is the chef and owner there, and has created lots of innovative and fresh ideas with hot chicken. So the hot chicken in an egg roll is only served at one heat level, and that's scorch. And if you get about four of them, you can make a pretty tasty meal. Now, they're not on the menu all the time, and they're usually only available on the weekends or until they run out of them, even on the weekends. We've been fairly lucky to catch these, and they are really quite amazing. I just love the spice and the heat levels in this dish. Now, Scorch is uh, right on target for typical hot chicken across Nashville. And there is the cabbage slaw in the egg roll. Plus, he actually serves it with a typical Asian sweet and sour sauce. Don't ask me why all this works. It just does. What you talking about, mister? you, You look like... Uh, you think we've lost it. Well, look, this is too simple to be that good, but it really is. It's that texture and the simplicity that really works so well. We love their regular hot chicken offerings as well, but I'll take the time and go out of my way just for these hot chicken egg rolls. Now, Marlin has gained a firm foothold on on hot chicken in the most northern uh, location in Nashville. Technically, they're in Madison, Tennessee, if you're looking it up. Now, Slowburn is situated on Myatt Drive past Rivergate Mall in an industrial office complex. Now, there's a very popular national brewery that's going to be relocating to this uh, part of town as well there in 2018. So make some plans ahead for 2018. If you're coming to Nashville or already in the area, you'll have a good one-two punch where you'll be able to get some really great beer as well as some hot chicken in the area. We hope to cover Slow Burn and the entire menu, including their righteous hot chicken donut sandwich, in season six as well. Well, speaking of season six, here's some of the plans for our various segments on Sip Suds and Smokes. We're going to revisit another game show theme for some sud segments this year with our typical twist. Now, Dave's on a tear to publish at least 200 episodes of his 60-second beer reviews, and those are available through all of our social media channels, originally published on Instagram as well as through Facebook and Twitter as well. And they're also uh, copied over onto our YouTube feed. The Suds cast is going to be visiting the Firestone Walker Invitational for the very first time. Plus, we're going to go back and revisit Shelton Brothers, the festival. Plenty of great beer to talk about, even if InBev is taking a breather on acquisitions right now. Our sip segments will continue to be more diverse. Plenty of whiskey to talk about. Uh, with maybe a bit more scotch possibly in the plants for this year. Welcome to all things Scottish. Our slogan is if it's no Scottish, it's crap We're going to revisit Gen to discuss some of the products from the big Gen taste off in a bit more depth plus some new products um, that were not available as part of that Gen blind tasting as well. Well, speaking of new spirits, oh yeah man. It's all about that rum in in season six, yeah, man. It's about that wonderful other brand liquid surrounding everything in the wonderful glass. We're going to be starting this much same way we did gin in season five with a massive blind tasting, man. A solid 101 episode. Plus, we're probably concentrating on lesser known styles. Probably like the blended rum, man. Much like you're going to be blended. You know, I have to say, uh, I'm probably going to master my Jamaican accent a little bit better by then, but uh, suffice to say, I'm really excited about uh, the uh, rum episodes we're going to have coming up for season six as well. Well, we're going to be getting back to wine with some of our show and tell episodes, plus at least one episode covering a particular region, probably Chile, since it's uh, all the rage right now in the wine world. Well, our Smokes episodes, we're determined to get to barbecue in a way never discussed on the radio. Now, since we have five competition certified judges now, they just can't shut up about all the cool barbecue available. There could be a crossover episode uh, likely pairing ribs with malt liquor. I know. You're already excited just with the concept of that. We'll have a few more cigar segments this season, as well as Barger and Super Dave are ready to get going as well. Well, we've run into a very unique problem that we have way too much to say and not enough time. So you'll see an expansion of our online-only shows this season. We'll be returning to more NPR stations probably around March with possibly a new time slot as well. And more stations on the Pacifica Network continue to pick us up with your continued interest. With already 250 episodes that are still relevant today, as they were when they first aired, it's a really deep back catalog. We have such great cast members to talk about these topics. There's a good reason why we've remained as one of the top food podcasts. Hopefully, you're having as much fun as we are and be sure to join us for more episodes for season six. Well, that's going to do it for our discussion on season six, as well as wrapping up our best of 2017 episodes for this year as well. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and you can catch all of our episodes online as well on iTunes, SoundCloud, iHeart, Google Play, YouTube, and Spreaker, our native media host. The easiest way to listen to our show is ask Siri, Alexa, Google, or Uncle Larry. Play podcast, sip, suds, and smokes. What are you talking about, mister? We love your feedback, and you can reach us online anytime as well at info at com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter. Our handle on Twitter is at smoke, and our Facebook and Instagram pages are always buzzing with lots of news. Check it out, and you'll be able to interact with thousands of other fans on those social media platforms as well. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a great big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Well, this is good old boy Mike asking you come back. Join us once again for another exciting episode here on Sip, Suds and Smokes, and I'll ask you to keep on sipping.